0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Life Gives You Hate podcast episode, I don't know, let's say 44. Is that right? It's 45. Wow, I was close with that just blindly guessing. Um, And you might wonder why I can't remember. It's because we haven't done one of these in a long time, and we'll get into that in a second, but I want to introduce myself. For any first-time listeners, in case you're one of the 45,000 people still waiting on the newest episode of the show, I'm Ross Lipschultz, and alongside me, I have my good friend, Jihan Batuman. That's me. I'm the guy he's talking about. Yes, it is. Uh, Gian, how's everything going? It's been a little while since
1: we've chatted. Uh, It's going all right. I can't complain. And I mean, I will complain. That's the point of this podcast. But otherwise, things are good. How about you?
0: I mean, it's going pretty well. I was a little worried there that you said you weren't going to play. And we just strategized before we got on the podcast here. And then you kind of went backpedal on me.
1: No, we got a list of grievances we're going to get to.
0: Uh, Exactly. It's going to be like Festivus up in this bitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, first off, we want to address what I'm sure is the elephant in your room, um, because I have a serious allergic reaction to pachyderms, so I don't have one here, is the uh, long hiatus for the show, or the long break between episodes 44 and 45. Jihan and I, obviously, both have things going on in our lives. He made a cross-country move. Uh, I've been also fairly busy at work. We've got a lot going on, and I think one of the things, and maybe some of our more diehard listeners can remember the early episodes where we talked about sports a lot more. um, One of the things that I think we were missing a little bit from the show was chatting about sports. That is something that came along with the maybe an unintended consequence of my job here, which I love and am really enjoying working at, but it did cause the show to, I think, take a little step back. And so. Jihan and I are going to be putting the show on a hiatus after this episode for a little bit until we can bring sports back into the fold. I wanted to say that because, you know, we want to make sure we're having as much fun and Jihan and I love talking sports, but it's not something we've been able to talk about recently. So after this episode, prepare for a, um, let's go into hibernation for a little bit. How's that, Jihan?
1: Yeah, that sounds fair.
0: All right. Well, we're going to do a regular episode and then we will catch you all in a Whenever we can get back on the sports train. So, why don't you kick it off, Gian, with your hater of the extended period of time we haven't chatted.
1: Sure. In lieu of sports, we've mostly talked about, what, food, poop, and crime? Pretty much. Well, I got the middle one of those here for you. I got poop. He's got poop, ladies and gentlemen. Poop! I got poop. Not just any poop, but uh, poop from the Big Apple. See, New York City produces about 1,200 tons of sewage. Every single day, because people in New York be shitting, uh, must be all the bagels. So the state can't handle all that shit, and I guess whatever else is in the sewage, and they've been shipping it to other states, most notably Alabama, and landfills around Birmingham, Alabama. On hot days, which you get more of in Birmingham than New York City, causes uh, the landfills to smell like well, that s- smells smells like shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's a little better in the winter time, but even in the winter time, if the wind blows you still smell the shit it's just shit shit smells everywhere uh so the mayor of a town nearby the landfill has been complaining um another town has refused to take the shit uh there's been disputes over zoning issues so basically no one wants the shit and as you can expect that causes more problems because during all of this trains full of the shit are just waiting to unload it and those trains are all backed up in alabama there's no solution on the horizon new york's still sending its shit to alabama and alabama doesn't want it despite their agreed upon contract so uh alabama is my hater of the week alabama's the hater of the week yeah they should have known better than to sign up for all this shit but they hate the shit so they're my haters of the uh extended period of time I during which we have not recorded
0: i didn't see that coming uh i thought new york was gonna be it for dumping all this shit in alabama but uh impressive twist you've uh, honed your skills in the time off
1: We'll see. It was consensual shit-shipping, I guess you'd shit call it. Shit-shipping? Yeah. Yeah, there was a contract to ship the shit. This is going to be a tongue twister by the time I'm done with this uh, segment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they ship the shit, and it's post-shit-shipping that's become the problem. Right. So we'll see what happens.
0: No, I mean, shit-shipping is something that shouldn't be frowned upon. If you're going to sign a contract, you got to get through it. And I also liked what the mayor of the nearby town to Birmingham that was getting a lot of the shit. He said that, I guess, we're not as good as the fish down here in Alabama. And by that, he was referencing the fact that originally the Environmental Protection Agency declared in 1998 that New York waste had just been dumped into the ocean. And they made Alabama a solution after 1998. So even though New York constantly dumps sewage into New York or into the harbor, They're still doing it in Alabama as well. But I don't really know where you can put all this shit otherwise. I mean, you're going to have to pick another empty space. I don't know. Maybe
1: like... I guess you could shoot the shit into space. That's true. Call Elon Musk. Get that going.
0: Vacate the uh, atmosphere, if you will. The atmosphere's bowels. Replace the ozone with New York shit. I will say, a guy like Elon Musk could probably find a solution for this. Use the sulfur in some sort of smart way. I I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of ways he could deal
1: with all this shit. Yeah. Use it to power the Hyperloop train he's trying to build or something. Oh my god, a shit-powered train? ooh that's the future.
0: That would help those trains that are sitting around if they were shit-powered. They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't be wasting all fuel. Exactly. Damn, what a life. What a life Alabama lives. So, uh, if you need mm-hmm. a, if you need a slogan Alabama for tourism, it's, even shit comes this way.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, well. Who do you have for your hater of the extended period of time during which we have not recorded?
0: Uh, my hater for the extended period of time during which we have not recorded another sh- another shitty area. we're going to France. Um, yeah, they've come up a few times and I saw the story and thought it was ridiculous because there's a couple of parents in France who wanted to name their little girl Liam lIAM Probably after the one direction artist. Quick aside is Liam short for William?
1: Holy shit that actually makes a lot of sense right?
0: I just i looked at the name written and was like
1: huh i have a friend named liam and that is his full name but that actually makes a lot of sense as like the origin of liam
0: yeah so i mean it's i never really thought of it until now but apparently uh the french government definitely considers it a boy's name and so Hmm. the french government had an issue with the fact this family wanted to name their girl liam and decided to name it illegal as the prosecutor said, the name was contrary to the interests of the chat and could harm her in her social reactions or relations and that, and that it would, li- would be likely to create a risk of gender confusion. So the judge banned the parents from using the name. What the fuck, France? Wow. What the fuck?
1: I thought they were one of the more progressive European countries, but this is weird.
0: Yeah, uh, apparently they are known for being strict on baby names. They've banned children in the past from being named Nutella strawberry, and Manhattan in a couple of notable examples. First off, all three of those are absolutely ridiculous and are not names. Please don't ever name your name's Nutella, Strawberry, Manhattan, no no matter where
1: you live. If you're going to name a kid after a New York borough, go with Brooklyn and just be done with it.
0: Yeah, even if you name her Queens, I don't care. But like, don't name her Manhattan.
1: My favorite thing about this story is that if the parents fail in their appeal, the judge gets to come up with a name for their baby girl.
0: That doesn't even make sense.
1: They don't even get a second try. just the judge does it.
0: What a a stupid system, and and what a dumb way to do things. I mean, I guess Liam could cause some gender, but it really won't because it's going to be a girl. And if it becomes a boy, great. Then he has a boy's name. Big fucking deal.
1: Yeah, this is something you'd expect from a uh, more troublesome country than France, but apparently they got some bitches in their legal system. Wow.
0: Bitches in their legal system would be a good name for uh, like an NWA song. But for now, they are my hater of the week, the French government. So uh, let's send you all to Twitter at You the letter you hate, uh, to let us know who was the uh, the hater of the extended period of time, which we've not recorded. It doesn't flow off the tongue as well as hater of the week, but, you know, things happen. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. You know, since we're talking uh, law, should we go into stay in the stay in the courtroom?
1: Let's stay in the courtroom. Uh, we got a couple of wacky ass courtroom stories for you. All
0: right, hit me with your favorite one.
1: Well, uh, I don't know if this is my favorite one, but it made both of us laugh because a 70 year old woman in Utah was convicted of felony criminal solicitation, which uh, means she tried to hire a hitman. She was trying to get her ex husband killed. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you don't want to do it yourself. You want to hire a hitman. Sure, whatever. It's not a nice thing to do, but she did it. Here's the twist. To get out of the charge of hiring Hitman, and while in jail, this lady approached an inmate and asked if the inmate could have the Hitman she hired killed by another Hitman. So she just
0: tried to Hitman her own Hitman?
1: She tried to Hitman her own Hitman. That doesn't even make sense. You know, hats off to this lady for trying. She's really determined to go down this one route of getting rid of her husband, and now the original Hitman. Uh, But what does this mean for her now that she got caught? Is she going to try and hire a third hitman to take out the other two hitmen? Oh, that would be interesting. And the ex-husband.
0: That, yeah, I don't really understand it. And also it says that, you know, her bail on the new charges, two and a half million, and she could be sentenced from between five years and to life in prison. That seems like a wide range.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess she is 70, so I have a feeling they won't give her life, but uh, she has to get five years for this. This is, she tried to have someone killed multiple times and then have someone else killed multiple times.
0: I mean, covering up something with more killing usually doesn't uh, end up like a good strategy. But it is, it is Utah, so who knows? Why do I feel like this is one... And I don't, there's, We don't have any pictures of the handyman or, the, um, or who it is. But this seems like we do have a picture of the woman, uh, Linda Gil, Gilman. Mm. And she just seems like the type of person that saw someone who was a, d- a different race and said, yeah, sure, they'll probably kill somebody for me. And that's that's kind of sketchy.
1: Yeah, well, luckily she's locked up and hopefully anyone else she tries to hire will have heard about her by now uh, and will just turn her down or report her back to the court. So none of the people she's trying to get killed will die.
0: Agreed. Uh, yeah, and I don't think any other inmates are going to be uh, taking her up on her offer.
1: no. Uh, One final cool twist in this story is that when she asked the inmate to kill the initial hitman and her ex-husband, she referred to herself as, quote, the bank. That's pretty badass.
0: (laughs) Seems like that's, uh, that's like something you would say in an Oceans movie. Like they would call, what's the, I don't even can't remember. I can't believe I'm messing up an Oceans 11 reference, but who's the, uh, Andy Garcia, it's like he would be just known as the bank.
1: Yeah, just some suave dude in sunglasses. Mm. The bank. Exactly.
0: Well, I want to say one other thing before we get into our next story. How many times in your life do you think you've walked by a hitman?
1: Oh, man. I mean, if you go to airports alone, I, it has to have happened to us like a dozen times.
0: Right? It seems like something that you wouldn't encounter too often, but you probably have walked by lots of people who go off to kill someone.
1: It's like the facts on Snapple Caps thing that tells you that you've swallowed two dozen spiders in, in mm-hmm. your life. Same thing with Hitman, probably. Probably true. Um, but let's stay in
0: Utah for our next story, because apparently law in Utah has been Westworldian since we uh, last recorded. As attorneys in, across Utah uh, received a fun piece of uh, email the other day as they were all sent a picture of boobs. B-O-O-B-S. Mm-hmm. A topless woman, uh, no censorship, but it looks like her face was cut off. In a um, email that was sent around by the Utah State Bar.
1: Related to a spring convention that was going to occur later this year for the Utah State Bar. And uh, they actually, to their credit in this email, they did enclose part of the advertisement for that event. Uh, Right below that were the boobies. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's funny because, you know, people, obviously it's a bunch of people that are associated with the State Bar. So they're getting these emails in. One person, Chase Thomas, who's a counsel for at Alliance for a Better Utah said he was in the state capitol building and opened up what is now considered pornography so well done to the state Mm. bar for either trolling people or you know hopefully it's not the same maybe they didn't hire the guy who was in Hawaii that sent out the ballistic missile alert
1: yeah or some like 18 year old intern from Utah State just got fired uh
0: sadly that's probably true also Utah State very shitty school
1: good to know so apologies to our listeners at Utah State um, yeah, but, if
0: you if you want to boycott,
1: too bad. Yeah, we got 45,000 other fans. Mm-hmm. This is funny because in Wisconsin, I got a few softcore pornographic emails from the public defender's listserv I was on. Um, hmm. In that case, I think it was people got hacked or sold uh, the emails on the listserv. Uh. And then we got spam trying to get us to click on links to see more softcore pornography that would then give our devices a virus. So it was a little more malicious than what this appears to be. But, yeah, the shit happens.
0: Yeah, it it's weird that there hasn't been, like, a thing where you can... And it, it's always one of those things where you press send, and you're like, oh, shit, what happened? But, like, I don't even know how this gets involved. It Like, the way the picture looks, it looks like it's, like, halfway cut off, and the advertising's halfway cut off. Like, someone just almost purposely put it in there.
1: Yeah, just, like, a rush job. Maybe a prank. Who knows? Yeah, not really sure. Um, but...
0: Speaking of pranks, let's head out to... Let's leave Utah. I think it's probably a good idea.
1: Seems like the right move here, yeah.
0: But let's head and go into the Animal Kingdom for our next story. How about to Miami? That seems like a more fun place.
1: Yeah. Well, shit's always
0: crazy in Miami. But shit is crazier than usual, apparently, because nightclubs are getting down. Well, specifically, one nightclub is getting shut down.
1: Yeah. After reports of a scantily clad woman riding bareback on a horse in the middle of the nightclub, went viral. Sure. Yeah, why not? It's Miami. This happens all the time, probably. Um, but it was kind of a problem because the animal was moving through a crowded space and appeared to panic. Pretty understandable if it's a horse riding around a nightclub where there's music and lights. And uh, the horse panicked, the woman fell off, and now the nightclub has lost its uh, business license. It's so weird. Like, how do you think this happened?
0: You know what I mean? Like, it's it's... A Miami nightclub, so I figure it's packed wall-to-wall with people. Did the club... Yeah,
1: the pictures make it look like it's really crowded there, too. Yeah,
0: did the club go, man, we should really have a horse in here? What the fuck were they thinking?
1: I mean, to be fair, if like if you're a club-goer and you're just partying out one night, and then you turn around and you see someone riding a white horse across the dance floor, that'd be pretty dope. Uh, unfortunately, that's cooler in theory than in practice, and I think at this point it was just animal cruelty. And if it wasn't part of the club's like promotional activities what the fuck bouncer lets a horse into a club
0: Uh, yeah exactly that's kind of my other thought was like what if she just like rode up and like trampled by i guess a bouncer couldn't really stop a horse if the horse just like was stampeding in sure it was like full trot heading through the doors yeah exactly but at the same time it's just like what the fuck is wrong with these people like why is this a thing
1: well i mean karmatically they did lose their license
0: true The Mokai Mokai Lounge is more like No-Kai Lounge. Am I right, Jihan?
1: (laughs) Nailed it. This is is bad. Let's move on. This is
0: why we need a break. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Ross needs to work on his pun game. Exactly. But
1: let's go about to uh,
0: more animal news. Uh,
1: People like animals. Animals are always
0: fun. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an interesting thing because out in the UK, a zoo has had to put 60 different mammal species on birth control via... Injections, implants, tablets, and IUDs, according to the BBC.
1: Damn. And uh, go figure. There's only one animal to blame originally, and it's a badger. Because badgers don't give a shit about protection.
0: No, these badgers have uh, apparently just been fucking around, and the diseases have spread around, including animals like lions and tigers. And you have to knock out a lion or tiger to give it a contraceptive injection, which is better than what I thought the story was originally going to say, that you have to knock the large cat out before putting on its condom.
1: Yeah, that would definitely be a little more intensive. Um, I think it's weird that the thing that the badger started off spread to all of the other animals. Like what is, obviously it's a zoo, it's not a hygienic place, but how the fuck do 60 mammal species all end up having to be on birth control because of a badger?
0: And how they all got the same disease, right? Because like tuberculosis is what they're saying the badger was infected with. Yeah. Does it affect all animals the same exact way?
1: I don't know, but what I do know is this badger was determined to fuck every other mammal in that zoo. True. Um, And succeeded, apparently.
0: Yeah, and apparently um, giving animals contraception can allow them to become pregnant because it wears off too quickly. And it can cause a lot of animals to become sterile or lose muscle. So it's like a big deal. This badger's not fucking around.
1: No, this zoo is going to be a lot less fun to visit. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of these animals are going to be suffering for a while.
0: Yeah, it, it doesn't really make any sense, and I like how their solution, uh, this zoo, the Paynton Zoo in Britain, their only solution is to improve fencing on, to keep badgers out.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's remarkable. Now,
0: well, I think it's weird, it's like, badgers aren't like a zoo, I go to a zoo to see a badger, you know what I mean? Like, there's, I want to see lions, I want to see, like, bigger animals, why the fuck do you even need a badger? Don't have the badgers! They would just save so much effort.
1: If we've learned nothing else from this story, we learn that badgers are fucking troublemakers. Mm hmm. Exactly.
0: I mean, the only honey badger that should be allowed in a zoo is that guy who plays for the Arizona Cardinals. Agreed. See? I'm back.
1: Sports. Here we go. Sports.
0: no nah, All right. Well, you know, this is going to be, it looks like it's going to be a little bit shorter episode, but I want to get to our good thing of the week because this one is a bit more fun and also from Britain, so it ties in nicely. Um, Jihan. What is your, how much would
1: you take if your job could be building Legos for a living? ...to pay because Lego is looking for a new master model builder and it pays 27,000 pounds a year which is, I don't know, 50 something thousand bucks a year here?
0: It's actually a lot less. It's only 37,000 US dollars.
1: Oh, well good for us for uh, improving the strength of the dollar I guess, but still, that's uh, not bad.
0: That's true. In the recording of this podcast of its own, I'm pretty sure it's already gone up. Yeah, it's gone up. It's gone up about 4 bucks since I first searched this. So there you go. We've increased the price of the, nice. US, uh, the dollar against
1: the pound. Well done, us. And uh, I mean, really, though, if your job is building Legos, you'd take less than 50 thousand dollars. Oh,
0: for sure. I mean, it's it seems like this would be a no-brainer. But regardless, uh, this is a pretty cool job, and all you have to do for a living is build Legos for Legoland Discovery Center uh, in Britain. I mean, it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and uh, apparently 5,000 people have already applied, and uh, the top 50 from however many end up applying will have a chance to win the job by competing in an X-Factor-inspired competition, Brick Factor, uh, which sounds a little dumb, but, I mean, if my job interview involved building Legos, that would beat having to answer my strengths and weaknesses any day. I
0: think it's funny that one of the key, uh, like, Points, like bullet points of what you have to have to be in this job is a general knowledge of the lego elements bitch there's no general there's nothing other than it's a lego it's a fucking square that connects to another square that's it that's all the knowledge you need to fucking have
1: bricks bricks different bricks mm-hmm. uh
0: apparently the master according to amy langham the Legoland discovery center's general manager uh the master model builder role is such a privileged position to hold and the number of applications that we have received has come as no surprise Apparently they're expecting more. So if you are looking for a job building Legos for a living, you can apply via Lego's website. So please go right ahead. Mhm. All right guys. Jihan, do you want to tell say anything plug? I know you got some other podcasts going. on. Tell us about that. What's uh what can we look forward to from you on the in the podcast world?
1: Sure, uh, a friend of mine and I who both enjoy movies a lot have been reviewing comic book movies, pretty much every comic book movie ever made. And uh, at the end of every episode, we randomly draw the next episode's movie. That's called the Snark Knights podcast. Like, you know, ah, like the Dark Knight. Like Dark Knight, yeah. Y'all yeah. smart, you get it. And I like find it. Find us on Twitter at Pod to get more info or links to episodes. Um, and uh, Ross, you've been busy as well. In fact, you're doing something every goddamn day, it seems like. Um, yeah you know it's originally I did have a
0: plan for the um, Instagram's first live uh, show like a talk show on Instagram we'd have a guest and things like that and I called it the commute because it was gonna be filmed during commute time um, people getting like a small bite-sized news thing for their day Um, but unfortunately it's not gonna be filmed until probably after my season is over and uh, a little bit into the summertime when I have more time to uh, tackle it and look through some of the issues that we we're facing so i'll keep people posted about that but until then jihan everyone please enjoy jihan's podcast he's killing it out there telling the comic book story snark Knights. batman v batuman still going strong so everyone please take a listen to him and until then jihan what do we tell all the people to do while we're on a break
1: oh shit you know it's been so long um i think we tell them to to hate 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 good night america